0: Hey everybody, Pastor Michael here with a bonus podcast. I mentioned on Sunday in my sermon that I had some extra material that I had to cut for time, and so that's what this uh, podcast is today. It's just uh, some additional content uh, for you to look at the scriptures and, and think more about what we talked about on Sunday, which was integrity. As we continued our series in Proverbs, uh, the sermon Sunday was about how in, how important it is that Christians are people of integrity and we we defined what integrity what integrity means it doesn't doesn't mean perfection none of us are perfect none of us will be perfect until we go to heaven one day but integrity is is less about perfection and more about authenticity integrity is about consistency between our inner life and our outward life the opposite of integrity is hypocrisy it's putting on a mask and and being someone that we're not or we're acting all holy while we have bad intentions and there's a disconnect between between uh, the inner self and the outer self and integrity is consistency between those two things. We talked about how in the, in the book of Proverbs some of the examples, you know, it talks about how integrity is uh, is that we're honest to the core, you know, it's it's about being truthful. How in, integrity is is about not cheating or stealing to get ahead. We talked about how people of integrity keep their word. Uh, So, some of these sorts of things is what we talked about on Sunday. What I didn't get to was some of the rewards of integrity. We talked about how Daniel was blessed and rewarded by God for being a man of great integrity in Daniel chapter 6. And uh, and so, I wanted to share some of the rewards that we can experience of integrity. I actually have uh, six. The six rewards of integrity, and there's probably more than what I've listed here. Uh, but these are these are some that I've come up with, um, with the help of Chuck Swindoll. Some of you might listen to Chuck Swindoll on the radio. I used to listen to Chuck all the time when I was growing up. We had a Christian radio station in our hometown. That my dad, my dad actually was, was the manager up until just he just recently retired from it. But the the manager of this Christian radio station in our church, and we used to play Chuck Swindoll all the time. I love Chuck Swindoll, and uh, and he has some stuff on integrity. And so I pulled some of his ideas uh, on some of the rewards of integrity for this. uh, And then I mixed in some of my own ideas as well. So some of this is me. Some of this is Chuck. All right. So the six rewards of integrity. Number one, the first reward of integrity, the reward of living a life of integrity is the safety of living within God's guardrails. Imagine the guardrails down a highway, okay, and you're cruising down that highway, the guardrails on either side. The safety of living within God's guardrails is one of the rewards of integrity. In Proverbs chapter two, verse seven, it says, He, meaning God, grants a treasure of common sense to the honest or to the people with integrity. He is a shield. He is a shield, a protector to those who walk with integrity. So as we pursue God's ways, we find that that god's law God's rules, God's instructions for living, God's principles of ethics and integrity that we read about in, in in the word they're in place not because God wants to rob us from having a good time right that's not what that's that's not what it's about. God put these things in place for us because he cares for our safety, our protection. The ways of God, the the principles of God, the ethics of the Lord are like guardrails that keep our lives from veering into the ditches. There's protection for those who walk with integrity. It's so easy to veer off the path and and to go in a different way, and we think, oh, this, this way looks good, or this way looks good, and it's not the way of the Lord, and it might appear good for a minute, and it might be exciting, but boom, you end up in the ditch. God's principles are like guardrails that keep us heading in the right direction, and and prevent us from harm and danger. So, the first reward of living a life of integrity is the safety of living within God's guardrails. He's a shield to those who walk with integrity. Number two, the reward of integrity, the relief of a clear conscience. Hmm. Proverbs 10.9 says, People with integrity walk safely but those who follow crooked paths will be exposed chuck swindoll says a person of integrity doesn't live in the fear of being found out i like that remember the story of joseph and, uh, and potiphar's wife this is in the old testament in the book of genesis joseph was he was uh, working for a wealthy important man in egypt named potiphar and, and Potiphar was gone for the day, and his wife was there, and she was kind of a seductress kind of woman. And uh, and she uh, took a liking to this handsome young Jewish man named Joseph. And so she was flirting with him and tempting him and saying, come to bed with me, Joseph, and all this stuff. And But Joseph was a man of, you guessed it, integrity and so joseph was not interested whatsoever in in pursuing this relationship so uh, he ended up uh, she ended up accusing him of of uh of trying to rape her or some foolishness like this and he ends up going to jail the man chose jail over sex with another man's wife now that's a man of integrity that's a man of integrity but guess what he landed in jail but he was in jail with a clear conscience he didn't have, he didn't have the, the stress and anxiety, the fear, the, the burden of, and the guilt of, of disobeying the Lord. So doing what is right, man, it's not always easy and it's not always popular. And there, sometimes there will be consequences for doing what is right, but you will have a clear conscience and that is worth it. So one of the rewards of integrity is the relief of a clear conscience conscience. Number 3, the blessing of a good reputation. Moving out of the book of Proverbs into the New Testament, it says in 1 Peter 3:16, "Keep your conscience clear. Then if people speak against you, they will be ashamed when they see what a good life you live because you belong to Christ." So what what this is saying here is be such a good person, be such a person of integrity that if people diss you, they end up embarrassing themselves. Wouldn't that be better than giving people good reason to badmouth you? (laughs) So, the blessing of a good reputation is one of the rewards of integrity. Uh, Number four, the delight of intimacy with God. Going to the book of Psalms, Psalm 15, verses 1-5. to Who may worship in your sanctuary, Lord? Who may enter your presence on your holy hill? And the answer... Those who lead blameless lives and do what is right, speaking the truth from sincere hearts. That's integrity. Those who refuse to gossip or harm their neighbors or speak evil of their friends. Those who despise flagrant sinners and honor the faithful followers of the Lord and keep their promises even when it hurts. Those who lend money without charging interest and who cannot be bribed to lie about the innocent such people will stand firm forever. So, the question at the start of that psalm was, who gets to be in the presence of God? Who gets to spend time in His holy presence? And the answer is, this person as described in the psalm, a person of great integrity. People who keep their promises even when it hurts. People who uh, don't speak evil of their neighbors, who speak the truth from sincere hearts, who who lend money without charging interest and all these things. These are the exact descriptions of what a person of integrity is like. And these are the people who get to have a close relationship with God. So the more we pursue integrity, the better our relationship with God will be, right? The more that we sin, the more it affects our relationship with God. Doesn't mean that we lose our salvation or something like that in nature necessarily, but but uh, but the closer, uh, the more that we do pursue integrity the closer our relationship with God will be. And then the, 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 actually the flip side of that is that the better our relationship with God, the more He grows integrity in us. So the two concepts are directly connected. The more we pursue integrity, the closer we are to God. And the closer we are to God, the more His Holy Spirit in us produces the fruit of the Spirit in us, and we grow in integrity. So, one of the great rewards, maybe even the greatest, I think, reward of integrity is the delight of intimacy with God. Number five, the priceless inheritance of an unsoiled legacy. Proverbs 20 verse 7 says, the godly walk with integrity. Blessed are their children who follow them. You know, if we want our children and our grandchildren to know Jesus, to experience God's blessing, the integrity they see in us is critical to that. The integrity they see in us is going to be a huge factor in whether or not they pursue Jesus as they get older. So yeah, man, it's important. The priceless inheritance of an unsoiled legacy is one of the great rewards of integrity. Imagine uh, your funeral. Who is going to to be there? What are they going to say about you at your funeral? Are they going to say with all sincerity, this was a a man or a woman of great integrity, and I want to model my life after them? Number six, the privilege of representing Jesus well to an unbelieving world. Similar to the blessing of a good reputation, one of the ones I said earlier. Uh, but one of the joys and privileges, uh, blessings, rewards of integrity is the privilege of representing Jesus well to an unbelieving world. 2 Corinthians 6.3 says, We live in such a way that no one will stumble because of us, and no one will find fault with our ministry. This is what Paul writes. This is the goal, right? We want to live in such a way that no one will stumble because of us. I said on Sunday, and I'll repeat this, the gospel is offensive, but you don't have to be. You know, the, the gospel of Jesus Christ is hard for people to swallow sometimes. We're telling people, you are a sinner, and you need to repent, and and you need, a, you need to trust in Jesus Christ to be your Savior. That's hard for people to swallow this day and age. It is. Uh, it's not an easy message. The, the The Bible says that the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing. They don't get it. Uh, but uh, one thing that we can do is, is try to be winsome, you know, in the way that we, we deal with people, in the way that we communicate, and in the way we live our lives, right? We don't need to make it harder for people to already to accept something that's already, in, its, in and of itself, hard for many people to accept. So, the gospel is offensive, but you don't have to be. When we are people of integrity, we represent Jesus well, when we when we try to be like Jesus, right? Of course, we're, we're we're representing him well. But of course, we know from history and not that distant history that that uh, the many moral failings of of church leaders and Christians um, absolutely put makes it harder for people to follow Jesus. It does cause people to stumble when we are not people of integrity. We can put major stumbling blocks in people's way. So it's so important for our witness to, the, to an unbelieving world that we represent Jesus well. And that's a great privilege. This, that's why I say it's one of the rewards. It's a privilege, it's a joy to be an ambassador for Christ. So those are the six rewards of integrity. Like I said, you may be able to think of more, uh, but uh, I'll just review them again. Number one, the safety of living within God's guardrails. Number two, the relief of a clear conscience. Number three, the blessing of a good conscience reputation 4 the delight of intimacy with God 5 the priceless inheritance of an unsoiled legacy and 6 the privilege of representing Jesus well to an unbelieving world all right well i hope that was helpful to you as you as you reflect on some of these scriptures that uh, that i've read and so you think about integrity in your own life and what that looks like, my prayer for you is that you, as a follower of Jesus, will pursue integrity that you will become a person of greater integrity that God will produce that in you uh, as you as you welcome him to and, and, and pray for him to do so uh, that all of us will represent Jesus well and grow in our relationship with god and and live a blessed life because God wants us to be blessed He does. And one of the ways we do that is through, is the pursuit of integrity. Thanks for listening. God bless you. Have a great rest of your week. And we'll see you back here Sunday at Emanuel Baptist Church in Truro.